Well, welcome to the Global Leaders Podcast. This is season one, and this is episode number three. And I'm very excited for who we have joining us today. We have Chris and Amber Kern. They are somewhere in Northeast Indiana. You guys have to be in a city, though. What city are you guys in? Yeah, we're in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Fort Wayne, Indiana. Beautiful thing. And they have joining them one person that they very much care about. We've got Choco, current DGL student. He is one of our fantastic global leaders in his second year of schooling there, along with the person who is overseeing him, former DGL graduate, a DGL alumni. We've got Wally. Wally oversees about a third of the Dominican Republic. And so we're thrilled to have everyone on the call And so thank you, first of all, for joining us. I want to ask you, Chris, a question first. Tell us how you fell in love with the Dominican Republic and how it came to be that you said, you know what, we have got to sponsor Choco because we want to invest in him and invest in this uh, incredible country. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, first thought was my wife, Amber, uh, loves Spanish and we speak Spanish in the home and she's been trying to teach me the language. It's taken me 12 years and I know nothing. Uh, I know a little bit. Un poco, right? But with my role with Young Life and being on staff for 15 years, there's just this burning desire or this, this desire for being connected to international staff in some capacity and I didn't know how to do it. Friend of mine on staff at the same time, uh, Andy Miller, uh, was already involved with the Latin America and Caribbean Committee and invited us both to come out to the retreat at Trail West uh, in October, a year and a half ago. And we went out and heard stories and got to see the ministry in action uh, from national staff who came up to spend time with us. And our hearts just completely fell in love with what's going on all across Latin America and the Caribbean. And then Andy and Darcy Miller, they're on the DR Action Team, and they invited us to, to jump into that very specific group. And our interest in the country just grew from there. That was the genesis of our involvement. And I'll tell you, when we were sitting there praying, Lord, how could we get involved? How could we be a blessing in some capacity? The DGL program jumped out uh, at us while we were on that retreat and talked to a few folks, Rafa being one of them, who's the country director, and just said, hey, would you want us to help sponsor or partner with you guys for DGL? And uh, they, of course, would love to see more sponsorships happen. So we started dreaming and praying, what would that look like? And we said, we'd love to support somebody. Uh, we'd love for you guys to pray about who that would be. And um, the meet of us, so Scott and Jen and Rafa teamed up together and they came up with a plan and they uh, hand-selected, prayerfully selected Choco. And when they presented Choco to us, oh my gosh, we were so thrilled to, to know that there's a name and a face that was going to be attached to this idea of supporting. Because just giving money, that's one thing, but to, to see uh, somebody on the other receiving end of that uh, it was pretty powerful and being able to even start a relationship with Choco at that point. So we were able to connect through texting and uh, sharing videos back and forth. So that's how it all began. Well, it has been a powerful relationship, you know, this connection between U.S. areas and regions sponsoring students across the globe and with Northeast Indiana sponsoring Choco. We've got 56 different areas or regions who are sponsoring students now, which is amazing. And, you know, my heart has always been, you know, if our hearts can break for what God's heart is broken for and his heart is for all people everywhere, then, um, then, then, we're, doing, then we're doing our job. And so thank you for what uh, you've done because it, it really has been contagious, uh, which is an appropriate word these days with COVID. And, um, and it has spread to other areas as they've been encouraged to sponsor students 
engage with them, get them on Zoom calls, put them in front of their leadership because it's an encouragement to everybody. Uh, One of those encouragements is Wally, our man Wally, who oversees so many different areas within the Dominican Republic. Wally, we want you to tell us, and Amber, if you need to, to help with a little bit of translation, whatever Wally's more comfortable in English or Espanol. Um, Wally, you graduated from the DGL program in 2012. How do you feel like having a college degree? How did that help you for this position and, and open up an, an opportunity? So take yourself back almost 10 years ago. Ah, uh, para mí ha sido fue en aquel tiempo eh, una gran bendición. For me, being a part of the DGL program was a huge blessing. After graduating, it was something that catapulted me into tremendous growth, both professionally and as a person. This experience has served me so well, and one of the things that happened after I graduated and that I was able to do was to work full-time. I uh, worked before Young Life at a secular business, and that business gave me a lot of skills in moving in my professional life. Thanks to this program and what it was that I was able to learn, I was able to see that what I learned was valuable both inside and outside of a ministry context. And it validated to me that receiving a university degree made me more capable of reaching more students. So one of the things that I saw was being able to help others in achieving those goals and then receiving the same kind of blessing that I received. Excellent. Wally. You have seen the entirety of the DGL program. What would you say the impact has been not just on you, but on all of the Dominican Republic because of all of the graduates and all of the current students that we have? Hablando un poco sobre los estudiantes que ya se han graduado. Thanks to this program, I I don't think it's just the students that have been bettered in their life, but also our country as a whole, because the DGL program is sending out professionals into businesses, schools, out into situations where they have been personally developed. It's also a place where they are um, being developed in their uh, morally and spiritually. You know, someone can receive a university degree and just have it be a degree where they have learned certain skills, and maybe they can go and pursue a career. But when you have someone graduate from the DGL program, you are sending someone into society from a ministry standpoint who still has those skills, but now they have come from a place of mentorship, spiritual development, uh, leadership development, and now you have a Christian, a fully formed, prepared Christian who is being launched into society. Incredibly well said because, you know, currently we have got 35 different EGL students in the Dominican Republic right now, all of whom are going to be future leaders and leading in the professional fields of whatever they're studying, whether it be law, politics, medicine, education, whatever it might be. On top of that, you've got 50 plus graduates who have come through the program, Wally being one of them. And they're out making a difference right now. And so this is a lot of students who have gone out and said, you know what, I'm going to change my country. I'm going to go out and I'm going to make a difference. And so it's amazing to think about what they have done. The ripple effects that that has caused has been amazing. And one of those students is Choco. 
We love Choco. Choco uh, was new to the program two years ago. He's part of our class 10 group. And I want to ask Choco, Choco, how did you feel when you found out that you were receiving a DGL scholarship to go to school, to get a college to degree and to pursue your dreams? I was so excited when I found out that news. The DGL program helps you with your studies, and I was so excited that I would have the opportunity to study and work in ministry at the same time, which was a huge blessing because to dedicate your life to ministry and study and have a job is really difficult, but because the program helps you so much with doing all of those things at the same time, it made it so much more manageable. Choco, tell us about your Young Life Club and starting a Young Life Club, going and doing contact work. Is there a group of of kids or is there one kid in particular that is very important to you who you uh, just deeply care about, who has maybe come along, maybe they're a little bit more open to Christ now than they used to be because God has used this relationship uh, between you and him? Let's see. So in our club, we have our volunteer leaders. Of course, we have me, our DGL student, and um, it's a really great group of people. From the very first day, there's been so much growth towards people's relationship with Jesus. I'm so happy with the kids that we have, the club, um, the leaders who are coming. Our kids have grown so much. And with regards to the question about, you know, who has deepened their relationship with the Lord um, as they've had this relationship, well, I would say all of them. Uh, two that come to mind are Angelica and Alejandro. They are now attending church, they help with club, and they themselves are becoming leaders. What a great story of reproduction. Choco, I want to um, go back to uh, school. Tell me what you are majoring in. What are you studying? What do you hope for after school is done, after you graduate? So right now, the degree that I'm pursuing is an electrical engineering degree. But I've loved the program so much with DGL and working with kids. I'm currently pursuing a math license so that I can become a teacher and be closer to my students and be able to continue teaching them about the Lord from the standpoint of being a teacher. Choco, when you wrote your bio, which is on our website where people can look at students and and possibly support them, it says that you'll be the first in your family to graduate from college. And that means one thing here in the United States when someone's the first to graduate from college in their family, but I would imagine it has to be a little bit more special with you as your childhood wasn't, it wasn't real easy. I mean, your parents divorced uh, at a young age and your father passed away in 2015. And I would imagine, uh, Chris and Amber, that that's part of what drew you to his story. Just tell us what it means to you that you would be the first to graduate in your family. And what would your father think of you as as you cross that stage? One of my biggest dreams was to graduate because that was one of my dad's biggest dreams for me, that I would go further than where he went. And so for him, it was really important and it became really important to me. 
Well, there's no doubt that your dad would be proud and, it, and it's powerful just to read about how your part of your drive is to make your father proud and, and to continue that legacy of integrity and to make a difference uh, in your country. And so uh, that's, it's amazing. As we close it out, um, Chris, I, I don't know if you would want to make commentary on that or and or Amber just on what drew you to uh, his story, but that is the case for several of our Young Life sponsors, our DGL sponsors, that they'll read something in one of the uh, prospective student stories and you go, okay, this is the one. God is like, is like a tractor beam. I'm completely drawn to, to this student. But uh, can you talk about that a little bit? And if there was something within his story that really caused the, the two of you to go, you know what, this is the one for Northeast Indiana, and we want to invest in Choco. So from a personal standpoint, Choco's story really resonates uh, with me. Uh, my parents also divorced when I was really young. Uh, my mother died when I was a little girl, and then my stepmom died when I was 20. Um, and so there's so much about the. And I was the first person to graduate from college in my wow. family. And so Choco and I, in a lot of ways, we share uh, kind of the same story. And then just watching Jesus change your whole life and then put you in a position of ministry and you look and you think, I am blown away by where I am. And I know that it's only by the grace of God. So Choco's story resonates with me a lot. Um, and then like Chris had mentioned, we just prayerfully put that in the leadership's hand and said, we know that you know who it is that's in your country. And we trust that whoever you choose for us uh, will be exactly where God is leading all of us. And so we had just prayed. And it's, it is amazing how that matchup happened um, because the leadership did not know that about my story. So God is just really cool and awesome <laughs> in the way that he puts people together. So that's what we would say with that. You know, it's amazing because that, that is your experience and you don't have the benefit uh, that some of our, our staff have of we hear this story all the time where God really does kind of do this matchmaker thing between either a sponsor and a student in terms of their story or in terms of a an area, a region and somebody that's just, you know, it's the perfect fit, you know, and, you know, I always say that God's in the business of redemption. Mm -hmm. And there's something redemptive about investing in someone as this collision of your own story and theirs. And, and there's something I think that's very healing that, that goes on in there. Chris, feel free to add anything to that. But the last question I wanted to ask you was, there are, there are regions out there, there are areas out there that they're, they're considering this, you know, that they're in a position where they go, you know what, we want to expand our vision beyond just our area, just our region. And we want to invest in someone else. We want to be a part of expanding young life around the globe. What would you say to encourage them uh, to, to take that step? Yeah, and, and I, I'll say this from a descriptive perspective and not prescriptive, right? I think sometimes we can get to these conversations and think, oh, one area is doing this, so we need to do it too. Right. I, I like to to just share a little bit about the fact that we had a chance to dream, you know, and, and prayerfully consider how we could be involved in a, in a powerful way. And it's because the Lord laid it on our hearts. Uh, the Lord may not be laying this specific thing on somebody else's heart, and that's okay. I definitely want to mention that. But for those who are thinking, man, I, I would love to be connected to our international staff in some capacity. And I want to help. I want, I want to be able to, to not only help, but also have a relationship. And I would say that the main thing uh, is the fact that we um, have a chance to have a relationship with Choco. 
that, that's the, that's the best thing. That's the thing that uh, I get to learn from Choco. Uh, I get a chance to experience life from his perspective. But with regards to the partnership uh, aspect of it, I don't want this just to be something Amber and I get a chance to be blessed by. We want our team leaders and our kids and our staff and other folks, other donors in our community to also feel connected and to feel the engagement with them on some level. So every time we mention anything about the DR, anything about Choco, uh, we're always mentioning names. We're, we're mentioning people. We're not just saying a country. Uh, we're saying help support Choco and his ministry. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I think that's really powerful. And if I were speaking to other area directors uh, or regional directors right now who are listening, I'd also challenge you to think about the fact that that God has called us to abundant mindset, not a scarcity mindset. Therefore, the more we give away of our lives, our time, our energy, and our money, the more we end up receiving blessing upon blessing. I really do believe that, that every good and perfect gift comes from above and that we are simply stewards of that. We live in the wealthiest country and the wealthiest time in human history, and we have a ton of wealth that we can offer. And, uh, and I believe that, that we will be more blessed as a result of sharing that with our brothers and sisters in the family of God, and also even in the, the family of young life, that we get a chance to be able to connect them to uh, those resources. And, I, and I'm going to say one more time, just to be overly clear, I think the greatest resource is the relationship. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have learned so much from Choco and his ministry, being able to walk the streets in Santiago with him. To, to meet his leaders in one of the leaders' homes, uh, to see exactly where they have club in that pavilion, and to see it with our own eyes. There's nothing more powerful than being able to do that with them. So I would say jump in and have an abundant mindset and jump all into the DGL program. The reason why the DGL program has been so great for us is because it is tangible. It connects us relationally. And I'll tell you, the impact uh, is more than doubled. We, we had an opportunity to do a kid-for-kid kid match Last year, where every single kid in Northeast Indiana that went to camp, we ended up sending a kid to go to camp in the DR. That meant uh, Choco and his area being able to do that. So those connections, you get to increase your impact, are all worth it. That it's it's incredible. You know, it all started with a prayer. You know, you guys prayed about it. The core of it is the relationship that you have, which has been steady with Young Life for eighty years now, and and it's just that continued impact. And so. I think a lot of people get into this and they they go, you know, I want to be a blessing to someone else. And then uh, everything just ends up coming back to them and going, okay, I, I had no idea how much God would stretch me just through this relationship. And it ends up being this beautiful friendship. Well, hey, we're going to close it out here, but I do want to remind uh, anyone who is listening that you can always, you can always pick someone to pray for. You know, you don't even have to engage financially, but I promise you, if you get on the website at dgl.younglife.org, you can browse students, you can look to see where, uh, where the ministry is happening, and you can just start praying for someone, and you'll get blog updates from them, you'll be able to interact with them, ask them questions, find out what's going on. They're giving us live uh, you know, COVID-19 updates and how that's impacting their country and their studies and all of those things. And so thank you uh, for considering doing that. And I would just challenge you, you know, engage, get outside of yourself, expand your view of what God is doing around the world. And, um, and we just thank you for it. So thank you. Uh, thank you, Choco. Gracias, Wally. We're very thankful for you. Amber, you work double time there doing English and Spanish. And uh, Chris, as always, good to see your face. So thank you again. And we will catch everyone on uh, next month's episode on the podcast.